0: Hello, and welcome to the Story of Self podcast with your host, Mariah Wickham. This is the podcast for women who've wondered what they are on this planet to do, or perhaps you've done a lot of things and you still feel like something is missing. You've come to the right place. We will chat all things mindset, purpose, focus, and how to get more out of your life without doing anything more. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three. Uh, I'm going to get to what I had planned here in a minute, but I want to tell you a story of just barely what just happened. I was many several minutes into the episode and sharing and recording, and all of a sudden, poof! all the tabs in my browser just shut down. And I was like, what? (laughs) Okay, I guess we're going to have to start over. Um, And then it dawned on me, you know what, I had a lot of tabs open. There were a lot of things I was trying to do at once. And many of those tabs had probably been open for many days. And um, there's a there's a lesson there. There's definitely a lesson there uh, for all of us in our lives. When we spread ourselves too thin, when we have too many things we're trying to think about, when we have so much noise coming in and we're giving our energy to too many things, we just shut down. We just can't we just can't take it anymore. Just like the browsers on our computer, we have a limited capacity. So give that some thought. Um, but now we'll jump into what I really had planned today, which I'm very excited for. And as we begin, I want to admit something real quick. Um, Because whenever I hear myself say in the intro and learn to get more out of life without doing anything more, I catch myself wondering if you really believe me. In fact, I catch myself wondering if I believe me. You see, I am a recovering doer, meaning, most of my life, I've spent doing things in order to get to the next level and achieve the next award. Or hear someone say I'm really good at what I do, or give myself the evidence that I can really believe it myself. So because of that, I have done things and wanted those things to be the source of my belief in me. And I've achieved things so I could feel good enough. And I've been successful so I could feel valuable. And really, I've even noticed it in my business. I've sought out clients in my coaching business so I could really believe that I was a good coach. Uh, This is really frustrating to realize. And you know what happens when you're in this formula? You become addicted to doing and you end up chasing belief. In that context, the belief feels ephemeral and fleeting, and that belief never quite lands. But then you see an A on your final paper, or you hear your boss praise your efforts, and you keep feeding the addiction. And if you don't believe it inside, and you never believed it inside, then the only thing that helps you feel better is to believe that others believe it. But then, to be honest, you know, you question that as well because you don't really believe it inside yourself. Your boss's thoughts and feelings about you, and your parents' thoughts and feelings about you, and your spouse's thoughts and feelings about you cannot produce your feelings about you. So this becomes an endless cycle where no one wins. No one wins and i'm sure you i'm sure you've been in that place where you've hustled for that and came up short every time and you always will so let's discuss today the alternative let's talk about the other way to live so that you are getting more but doing less so i want to talk about being versus doing Being versus doing. Now, before I even get into it, I do want to make sure that you know that I know that doing is important. Okay. We've got to take action in life. We've got to be involved and engaged and, you know, learning and growing and going after goals and all of that. Okay. The doing is important. But if you don't have the being piece correct, if you don't have that lined up as a foundation, then all these things I've been talking about will occur because the doing will come from an empty space or the doing will, will be something that you're expecting an outcome for that will never be there. Okay. So just, just to get that out of the way. um, But there is this sense of being that is so, so important and it's this, it's this place of like being yourself this place of pure confidence and alignment and where you feel at ease being yourself. You feel at ease and comfortable with all the different parts of you, right? It's not, it's not like a place where you shame or berate or hate parts of you. This being matters more than what you do because It's this really strong sense of and and place of belief. And that being and who you are being in that moment is the energy that fuels what you do. This is why when you say yes to something that you really don't want to say yes to, it, it feels like so much work, right? You're just like grumbling the whole time. You're like, uh, why didn't I... Why didn't I speak up for myself? da 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 da. And like, because you may be doing the thing, but like, right, you're not being the person that wants to do the thing, and that feels really yucky. And I really don't advise that. There is, there is another option where maybe you really don't want to say yes, but you do, and then you change your heart and by the time you need to do it your your heart's been changed that can happen i have done that multiple times um but be a person that shows up being the person that wants to do things that that says yes when they mean yes and says no when they mean no and when you be when you are being that person the doing is so much easier um along with this I really want to point out that you should stop doing like right now, right this minute, draw a line in the sand and never reconsider. Stop doing things you think you have to do. Like, I mean it. You don't have to do anything. And I know sometimes in life it feels like that, but you really do not have to do anything. And when you say that or believe that, you're just giving away your power right and left. And when you give away your power, you're using a lot of energy and not getting out of life what you want out of life. So coming back full circle when, as I began and talked about like, I want to help you get more out of life with doing, not doing more. This is what I mean. Taking management over your choices, which we talked about in episode two. We had a really good discussion last week on choice and the truths about choice. Um, but I want you to get more out of out of life, but not do more, right? Because the funny and ironic thing about this is like when you get to that place, you are so comfortable and you realize who you are, and you have such pure motives that you sometimes do do more. Sometimes it, what you're doing fuels you so much and gives you life energy that you find like a really like renewable source of energy and that becomes really fun to be involved with. But to get there, okay, let's, let's spend a few minutes talking about how you get there. How you get to this place of being your true self, being at home with yourself, being totally aligned with your purpose, and just really comfortable in your own skin, okay? Any of those ways to describe it, I think, would work. Uh, Many, many years ago, uh, I remember someone asking me during our, it was like our onboarding interviews when we became licensed foster parents and I remember in that interview her asking me one of my just big life goals and and I said to her you know I just really want to be comfortable in my own skin and I feel like that has happened and like I said that was many years ago so it wasn't something that happened overnight but it, it was something I consciously pursued. It was something I paid attention to and, and tried to be aware when I wasn't in, comfortable in my own skin and what made me comfortable in my own skin. It's been quite a journey. And, and that's basically really like how I've gotten to this point, why, why I am here sharing a podcast about this at this point, because everything I've learned in all the years since is what I'm sharing with you now everything that i have embodied and applied to my life i want the same for you okay and so being comfortable in your own skin there there's this level of knowing and awareness that needs to be present uh but honestly a lot of us try to go the other direction when when we start to become aware of who we really are and i believe it happens on both sides where we start to really see our power, right? We start to really see our, our total divine potential and our endless potential. And that that could scare us a little. Or on the other side, we see our dark side, we see our shadow side, we see, you know, our mistakes and we see how we mess up over and over again. And that's scary. So we want to turn away from that as well. Um, we don't want either of those. We don't want to turn away or shun either side of us. This this place of knowing and this place of awareness needs to be for all of it. This holding space for all of you and getting really used to the duality of all, uh, you know, of being human being, right? We all have great capacity for good. We all have great capacity for evil. This yin and yang thing that goes on with all of us is really important to just embrace and just hold on to that and accept it and embrace it. Uh, On the opposite side of this, when we don't embrace it and hold on to it, we go chasing after things that will help us not feel broken, that will help us feel, you know, help us feel complete because we feel incomplete. And that again is going to be an endless and fruitless mission. Okay. So this knowing you need to have this knowing and this awareness about yourself and then just be okay with that. Um, gosh, this has also been many, many years ago when I was teaching school and I actually taught in an at-risk school. And so the students we had were students that were kicked out of traditional schools and we had kind of a unique classroom because it was me and another teacher both in the same classroom and we taught a lot of kids we just shared the subjects it was sort of like set up more like a like a a resource classroom kind of thing like a special needs classroom because we taught all the subjects to the same group of kids anyway um i remember this the guy i taught school with and the kids were always teasing and bantering with us. And, and we tried to just have a good relationship with them, obviously, because that was going to matter more than anything. And I noticed how right away, how this guy I taught with was not defensive at all when these students kind of barbed him or mildly attacked him. And he would just say, yeah, I know, you know, like if they were making fun of the shirt he was wearing, he was like, yeah, I know you know, (laughs) and it struck me, honestly, I had seen a lot of like defensiveness in my life of, uh, people just like, so afraid of like being wrong. So afraid of, you know, having their shadow side or something wrong about them pointed out that it was just this like immediate defensiveness. And all of a sudden I had this guy I was teaching with and he just embraced it all. And he just did like fully, fully admitted it and was just like, yeah, that's, yeah, it's true. Right. He would just say, yeah. And there was no tension. There was no, it didn't lead to any kind of offense or anything because he just admitted it and it was fine. And I always have remembered that because I thought, you know what we would be, there would be a lot, a lot, a lot fewer uh, offended people in the world. If this could happen on a larger scale, we just embraced who we were and we're just like, yeah, that's true. That that might be true. I, I might be, I might be, you know, aloof or I might be not unfriendly sometimes. I mean, whatever it is that we like are so afraid of hearing from other people, we just embrace it and accept it. And we have this place of knowing and awareness and we're not afraid. We're not threatened by those parts of us. Okay. So this is where we, this is where we can start being, being who we want to be so that we can get more out of life without doing more. You don't need more things on your to-do list. You just need to be the person that you want to be. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is just pointing out how you don't do love, you don't do love. <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. You don't do presence, like you know, being present. You don't do that. You are present. You don't do focus. You are focused. And i I'm sure I could list many more as well. But this helps you see how when you're just being a loving person, when you are just present, when you are focused, that's who you are being. And this helps you to see that you are, you are a verb in essence. You are being those things. Um, to, To pull this into a context that's maybe more applicable, and that will help you see how to do this day to day in your regular life. I want you, I want you to think about like if you're a if you're a parent i want you to think about maybe something that goes through your mind about like you know wanting to spend one on one time with with your children like maybe that's something you put on your to-do list right like okay i want to spend some time with the kids or maybe individually or whatever it is right look in your life at how you could just be more present be more engaged instead of putting another thing on your to-do list and like having to put it on your calendar, which I'm not saying those are, that's wrong. Of, of course, like put those things on your calendar and have fun. But I just want to point out the difference in this situation of doing and being okay. Maybe being present is going to fuel a lot more connection and engagement with your child than planning a, a trip to the tramp, trampoline park. Because ultimately, you being present is going to lead to more connection, lead to more more conversation. So the being part, the being part is how you can get more out of life with doing less. You can get more by doing less. But you need to be at home with yourself in order for this to happen. You need to get those things off your to-do list that, you're chasing in order to believe certain things about yourself. The belief comes first. The being comes first. Okay. Then what follows, once those are in place, what follows the doing comes from a very full and sustaining well. It comes from a place that is pure and. And you're think, and you get to accomplish more um, from a more present place. All right, I hope, I hope the things I've talked about today have helped you think about who you're being in every in every context. Who are you being at work? Who are you being? Who are you being in your marriage? Who are you being with your friends? With your family? Even when you're all by yourself, who are you being? That also is very telling. And just really get comfortable with it. If you don't like the answers you're coming up with or the awareness that's coming with you to you, just work on being really compassionate with yourself. Work on just being aware with uh, aware of these things without being judgmental at all. Because what I want you to know is that your purpose for being on this planet is being you. And you are uniquely you. And you are uniquely prepared. And you are uniquely built to be you. (laughs) I know. I know that sounds redundant. But anyway, think on those things. And we will see you next week. I cannot wait to talk again. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. If you want to take this work deeper and receive specific help for something that's on your soul or mind, go to my website at MariahWickham.com and book a beginning call. Or you can send me an email with your questions. You can email at support at MariahWickham.com. We make just create a whole episode around your question. As we part, and until next week, never forget that at the center of every success is the story of self.